Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning, good morning. I want to welcome you to today's Mountain Movers Prayer. And this is a pre-recorded one. So I won't get to talk to you live, but still want you to join me and enjoy today's lesson. So we're talking about reformers, and I know we talked about it last month, but we're going to continue in that theme. So again, welcome to Mountain Movers Prayer, where we pray until mountains are moved. I'm Apostle Dr. Jewel Williams, and I am also one of the lead pastors of Abundant Life Worship Center here in Chicago. We are located at 7701 South Exchange, and we would love for you to be our guests, and our Sunday services are at 9.30. So today's lesson, I'm not going to be as long as I normally do, um, and actually, I'm going to just tell you something. I'm actually re-recording this because I recorded the first one and uh, it just, it just, it was a whole, just, it was a, it was an issue, but we recorded it. And so I'm going to talk about our concern about the people's condition. So again, I, I talked about the reformer last month and I talked about the attributes. And so we're going to look at through Nehemiah. So it's the same lesson, but from a different scripture perspective. So we're going to be going right into Nehemiah 1. Let me pull that scripture up. Nehemiah 1 verses 1 through 4, and I'm reading in the New Living Translation. And it says, these are the memoirs of ne uh, Nehemiah, son of, <clears throat> excuse me, Hakaliah, in late autumn in the mud of Keslev, in the 20th year of King Xerxes' reign, I was at the fortress of Susa. Hananiah, one of my brothers, came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judea. I asked him about the Jews who had ret returned there from captivity and about how things were going in Jerusalem. They said to me, things are not going well for those who return to the providence of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down and the gates have been destroyed by fire. When I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. So now let's look at how Nehemiah, what Nehemiah shows us as we continue to talk about the reformer. So first of all, we see Nehemiah inquired. He asked about the condition of the people. He knew that the people were coming back from out of captivity. So he asked, how were they getting along? This was a sincere seek about the people's condition. 
And one of the traits of a reformer is we must have a sincere seek, a sincere ask about God's people. I'm not talking about the thing where we ask people how they doing and we don't even stop long enough for them to tell us. I'm talking about a sincere ask. And when he did this, he got that the report wasn't good. The report came back to Nehemiah was that the people weren't doing well. They were in trouble. It says they were trouble and disgrace. The walls and the gates were being just had been destroyed by fire. So the question now is, what will Nehemiah do with the information? And so there are times when we get information about things and situations and people. And as a reformer, we are called to do more than hear the report. The question to us then becomes the same question to Nehemiah. What are we going to do with the information? And so as a reformer, God is asking us, what are you going to do with the information that you've heard that your, your brother is sick? What are you going to do? with the information that you heard your coworker is getting fired? What are you going to do with the information that you fill in the blank? What is you, what are you going to do with that information that God has allowed you to priv privilege you to hear? Well, let's show you what Nehemiah did. He was moved with compassion. Reformers must be like Jesus and be moved to compassion. And compassion is more than I'm feeling bad for you. It's about I see something, I feel something, and then I move to action. So compassion takes action. And so here we see Nehemiah, he wept, but he didn't stop at only having that feeling of feeling bad about it. Yes, he had tears and he mourned about it, but then he took the next step. He fasted and he prayed. He prayed. He went seeking for an answer from God. And so as reformers, one of the things you and I must be willing to do when we see conditions of people we have to go from just feeling bad. Oh, man, I feel bad they lost their job. Man, I feel bad that this happened. I feel bad, you know, I, I feel bad with the killings in Chicago. I feel bad with the murders here. Or I feel bad with the, the weather, you know, condition. I feel bad. We got to go from just feeling bad, move to a compassion that takes action. And in this case, as reformers, that action is we fast and pray and seek an answer. The answer could be something that we do. The answer could be to ask God for mercy, but we got to seek an answer. And we'll never know if we don't go seeking. Amen. And so then let's keep moving. Nehemiah 1 verses 5 through 7 says, then I said, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and also God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commands. Listen to my prayer. This was a heat. This was this was enthusiastic. Listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying night and day for your people, Israel. I confess that we have sinned against you. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. We have sinned ter terribly by not obeying the commands, decrees and regulations that you gave us through your servant, Moses. So here Nehemiah intercedes. So he 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 his his fasting and prayer took him into a deeper level of, of praying. He went from that kind of surface pray, Lord, bless us, help us, amen, to an intercessory type of prayer. Because he says, I am praying that you would listen to me. I, I am coming with a sincerity. Um, and so a reformer understands even when conditions are bad, they have to acknowledge God because he interceded. But what he did is he acknowledged God first. We have to start off saying, God, we understand who you are. You are Lord. You are God of heaven. You are the great and awesome God. You keep your, co your covenant. You are unfailing love. We have to remind ourselves. And it's not that, that God, you know, God is not a God that he needs us to fluff him. 
he is not like, oh, you know, I need y'all to pump up my, 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 um, you know, my self-esteem. No, we really do it because it's for us. Because when we start to recite back to God who he is, it's, it's in our own hearing that we begin to realize, oh, this is the kind of God I'm praying to. He's not a dead God. He's alive. And he has unfailing love towards me. And so he asked God to hear him. Nehemiah was so concerned for the people that he asked God, listen, I, I really need you to hear me. He came with an urgency and with a commitment. As reformers, we have to come with an urgency and with a commitment to make sure that we understand the urgency of the situation. These people need help. They're in, they're in a bad place. They are in uh, not a good condition, whatever that condition is. And so we have to be have an urgency about our prayer, and then we have to be committed. To we know how sometimes people put on prayer a prayer request on Facebook and we say, Oh, I'm praying, and sometimes we don't, sometimes we forget. But we have to say, With come with an urgency, we see the people's condition, let's come with an urgency, and then let's commit to the process. Because he said he prayed day and night for the people. Are you praying consistently for those concerns? Are you concerned about the people's condition so much so that you're willing to pray until you see a break, until you see an answer, until you see God do something? Are you willing to put in the time and the commitment as a reformer to pray until things are changed? And then he confessed that the people had seen he said, he, you know, he didn't come to God as if, if if he was right, but he said, I confess we have seen. He said, look, everybody is wrong. My family, you know, even I am. He said, see, a reformer is willing to look at the truth of a situation even while asking for help. Part of a reformer is this ability to come in a place of humility, willing to say, we don't always get it right. Even for the people I'm praying for, Lord, I'm not praying for them because they deserve it. Because they probably messed something up. We we always have messed something up. So, Lord, it's not that I'm coming because they deserve it. I'm coming because they need it. We're coming and asking because there's a need. We're coming and asking because without it, without you, if you don't help, who will we see? And so, as a reformer, we have to then, you see this process. You see this, this progression. You ask. God said, we're not asking enough people about what's really going on. So you got to ask. You got to be willing. But see, you got to ask if you got to take long time, time enough to hear. So we got to stop and hear what the needs are. And then we got to be moved to compassion. So there's this progression. I, you listen. You ask first. Then you listen. Then you become concerned in compassion. So you go to where your prayers, you go to praying and fasting. So you do something and you ask God to then intercede, to help, to give what the people need. Amen. Let's go to Nehemiah 1, 8 through 11. And it says, please remember what you told your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful to me, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands and live by them, then even if you are exiled to the ends of the earth, I will bring you back to the place I have chosen for my name to be honored. <clears throat> the people you rescue, excuse me, the people you rescue by your great power and strong hand are your servants. Oh, Lord, please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it in his heart to be kind to me. Let's look at the next step of what Nehemiah did. He reminds God of his promises, but this is key. In order for Nehemiah to be able to remind God of his promises, he had to know what they were. 
as a reformer, we also must be students of the word. Otherwise, how can we know the tools and strategy we have if we don't know what's in the word? God is calling for his children to get back to this place of being, uh, 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 you know, those that are study students of the word that because see we've gotten to this place let me just say it like this we've gotten to this place that we've gotten comfortable with just hearing and feeling we we want to hear something and we want to feel something so i want what did the lord say and what do you feel we kind of got caught there and the problem with that is this what you can be hearing may not be from God. What you may be hearing may not be in line with scripture. Scripture is always foundation no matter what, who you are. Even as a prophet, if I hear something and it's contrary to scripture, I'm like, I'm not saying that because that's not God. But see, as a prophet, I got to be able to take what I hear and it has to align up with the word. And if it aligns up with the word, then I know that it comes forth from God. So the word is always our checks and balances in whatever we do. And so God said, I need my children to get away from just worrying about what they hear and what they feel if they're not aligning it to the word. So here Nehemiah was like, hey, I'm reminding God of his promises. Again, not that God forgot what his promises is, but in the reminder, it really kind of comes back to, to Nehemiah saying, Lord, see, I'm in covenant. I'm in relationship with you. I am in relationship with you. And I am one that is willing to eat your word. I am one that's willing to delight in honoring you. Cause that's what he said. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. I'm honoring you by showing that I know your promises. I'm honoring you by saying back to you, your word. I'm honoring you by praying back your scriptures. I'm honoring you by speaking your, your words out from my mouth. So it's not just based on what I feel or what I hear, but it's what the word says. And so he reminds God of his, God of his promise. He asked God to hear him. Again, he says, Lord, hear my prayers because I take delight in you. Again, this is this reminder that a reformer must have this intimate relationship with God. When we do, we can go to him and make these requests. And so here Nehemiah is asking for this favor with the king. He said, put in his heart to be kind to me. A reformer not only intercedes for others because of their conditions, but is willing to seek God's direction on how they can step up and be part of the answer. See, did you notice how that went? It's just the it's it really follows the model of Jesus. Jesus is Savior. Jesus, he had compassion on the people because he saw, he saw. He saw what their conditions was. He had compassion on them because he had compassion. Then he moved to do something. Then we become along and we follow the same guideline. We ask questions, what's going on? And then when we hear and then see by spiritually sense, we see that there's a, a problem. We then have compassion and we're moved to then seek God on how we should intervene. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We then move to see God on how do we show up. 
we then are moved to say, God, hear me. And I, I appreciate because Nehemiah then says, I become part of the answer because then he says, Lord, give me favor with the king. See, he realizes there's something that happened in the transaction in his time of fasting and praying that God said there's a next step. God is calling many of us to a next step. We've been praying for conditions. We've been praying for stuff. But he said, now there's a next step. And this is going to require you to go before a king. Uh, in this sense, you know, a natural man or woman in authority, God is going to send many into you into the places. And he says, I'm going to make it favorable for you because you prayed and asked me to make it favorable. Some of you got to go have a conversation with your boss. Some of you got to go have a conversation with your the principal of your children's school. Some of you got to go have a conversation with your doctor. Some of you have to have conversation with people in places of authority. And you are asking God to help you to find favor with this individual. He said, put him in my, put him in my heart, put me in his heart so that he would be kind to me. Let me say this also, because that's the lesson. But let me just, let me go back and just kind of put this all together at, at, a, at, a, at a level of what, what does that look like for us? God is really saying in this time and in this season that he is calling us to be mindful of others. We've kind of sometimes gotten sold to the place that we only are, you know, me, 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 my, 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 I, I, I. And he said, it's time to get us off of our minds and our hearts and begin to ask him, what is my assignment? Who do I need to ask today? What is their need? Who do I need to fast for? Who do I need to pray for? Because I need to be, I need to, who do I need to inquire about their condition so that I can be, uh, I can be in the place so that I am doing what God has called me to do as it relates to the condition of the people. See, Nehemiah asked, and because he asked, he found out what the report is. Many of us don't know the report because we haven't asked. So God said it's time to us at least ask, 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 ask what the need is so that we're in the position to be able to find out what the uh, position is. Then once we find out what the position is, what the condition is, if it's not favorable, we then need to go about doing something. We've been called to become part of the process. We've been called to become part of the answer. You have the answer on the inside of you. Uh, God said he's doing a new thing in this season. And I, I've done the, the, um, my recording for my wind show and it, I, it's called a win. This is a winning season. Uh, uh, I mean, excuse me, not a winning season. This is a new season, the new season. And it's from that scripture that God is doing a new thing. But many of us think of new thing as something like God is going to redo what he's already doing. No, he's doing something brand new. Part of the brand new is he's calling us to the place where we begin to ask the questions to people so that we can understand what their condition is. Once we understand their condition, then the new thing he's doing is he's calling us to be the answer. Uh, he's calling us to step in and be the way. Uh, also in that scripture says he is making, you know, a, a pathway in, in, in the wilderness. God said, and then he also said doing rivers, not a river, but rivers in the dry places. And I'm paraphrasing, but this is the point. 
That's an unusual place. Many of us are asking God to do our new thing in a comfortable place. We want to be comfortable. God said, I'm not sending you to comfortable places. I am sending you to places that's hard. I'm sending you to places that are unusual. But why? Because there's a wilderness. There's a place that's unpassable that needs a pathway. And I'm giving you the pathway. You become the pathway. See, let me break it down. It's not that he just make a path. You become the path. You and I become the way through the wilderness. You and I become the way that God is going to bring some people out of these conditions they in. You and I are going to become the answer to some things that people need so they can get out. He said the rivers, you and I are going to become the rivers. You and I, why? Because what's the river? The rivers The rivers are the living water that's already on inside of you that are going to bubble up. It's going to bubble up and feed and, and refresh those that are thirsty, those that are dying, those that don't have, those that are discouraged. God is saying in this season, are you ready? Are you willing to be concerned about the condition of the people? Are you concerned about the people's condition? Are you concerned that they're being helped? Are you concerned not just about the you know, making a name for yourself, but are you concerned enough that even what you do and nobody sees it, that God still gets the blessing? Let me pray through that right now. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that this is the season where you are making us and providing for us so that we are concerned for and have compassion for those that are in some bad condition. Those are in some places of trouble, great trouble, not just trouble, but great trouble, overabundant, well, uh, beyond what they can even handle. And they are in disgrace. They're in a place of shame. They're in a place where maybe they're coming out of some conditions, but they still are in trouble and disgrace. So, Father, I pray today that you would give us the heart for the people. It said that these were people that were turning from captivity. Uh, you got people captive in a lot of ways. There's some that are just coming into salvation, but they still in great trouble and disgrace because they haven't broken off some of those things on their lives. So Father, we ask you to help us to be able to give them the right direction, pray and give them the strategies. Help us heaven because we need you. Father, there are some that have been rebellious and, and have been in a place of, of where they had to repent. And so those backsliders that are coming back, some of them still are in great trouble and disgrace. Father, people in conditions in our on our homes, on our jobs, we see people that are going through. They're in great trouble and disgrace. But Father, today we come as your people and we ask you to heal our prayer. We ask you to hear our prayer, Lord, because we understand that you are our Lord. You are the God of heaven. You are the great and the awesome God who keeps covenants. You are the, you have unfailing love towards us, God. And we thank you that even when we didn't always do right, we thank you that you gave us a way back because you said, if we return, you will be faithful unto us. And so father, we thank you. And we say, forgive us what we were not faithful. Forgive us what we missed. Didn't get it right where we missed the mark. Forgive us where we were just stubborn and refused to do what you said do. Forgive us today, Lord God, and we are praying and seeking and confessing our sins to you and saying, Father, forgive us because so you you said, Father, if we turn to you, come back to you, you would hear us, you would answer us and you would provide for us. So Father, I'm asking you to provide. I'm asking you to help us to be the way and the answer for people. Not that we are the savior, but the way and the answer is you, but we become the way to you. We become the answer to get you the people to you so that they can see how they what they need. And then Father, we pray today for them some of those that are going to have to go before people. 
Uh -huh. We pray, Father, that you grant success for those that have to go before a king today, those that have to go before a boss, those that have to go before a doctor, those that have to go before a principal, or those that have to go before anything, uh, any kind of capacity that could be standing in the way of, of them receiving, or that could be standing with the answer of what they need. We ask today, Lord God, that you would make, uh, put, put them on the heart of this individual so they can find favor when they get there. Let them find blessings and answers and strategies and help. Somebody is looking for an apartment today, Father. And Lord, I thank you today that you're going to help them find favor so that even when the person don't even know why, why am I giving you this apartment? You ain't been able to keep apartment. You've been going from apartment to apartment, but it's something about you today, Lord God, that you're going to let them find favor. And I see this apartment is going to be, going to be better than what you even have left uh, previously, but it's going to be better. So God, I thank you for the upgrade. I thank you today, Lord God, that you're going to allow somebody going before a, a job today uh, uh, that they're going to find favor, Lord. They're going to find increase and upgrade. Father, I thank you today that they're going to find strategies. Uh, Father, I thank you that because one of the things that, that, that Nehemiah found and we finished letter in the service is when he went before the king, not only did he find favor, but the king gave him things that he needed. He sent him on his way with substance. So, Father, I thank you that many of us are going to be sent on our way with some substance, with some things that are going to help us in this place and in this need. Father, and then I pray for those who may be the ones who got the condition. I pray for your people who may be in a condition. They may be in a place of difficulty. They may be uh, sick. They may be in a place they have lack. They may be in a place where they don't know how they're going to get out of the condition that they in. Uh, they're seeking you and asking. So Father, we come and partner with them and we say, Father, have your way. We saying, Father, you see about your people today. God, we asking that you would remember them, that you would bring about the healing that they need. We thank you today, Father God, for healing of bodies. We thank you, Father, for healing. We thank you for the rivers of healing flowing today. Father, let the rivers flow. Father, we come against high blood pressure. We command it in the name of Jesus to regulate. Father, we decree and declare that those that are on high blood pressure medicine are coming off in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we break that stronghold of sickness off of them. We break that stronghold that wants to keep them in this place of, of lack. Father, we thank Thank you ah, because there's an appointed time of the healing and father we thank you that all of us have an appointed time to receive the blessings and manifestation of the things that you have called for us so father we're interceding and saying have your way we're asking you to hear us today father we're speaking to those that are dealing with arthritis and early on sets of, of like arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis father we asking you to touch bodies fix limbs lord god uh, remove pain and and the, at the source and at the root. Father, we're asking you to touch lungs today. Whew, those that have problem breathing, let them be able to breathe freely. We come against asthma and we pray, Lord God, for the healing to be released. Lord, every sickness we decree and declare that it must bow down under the name and under the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we're asking you to touch those with dementia and other issues of the mind. Father, we ask you to regulate mind and even step back and set back their memory, Father, Lord God, to what it was before. Father, we just say thank you. Now, 
Now we understand that in your sovereignty, God, you may not answer the way that we say. We can ask for you to cure a thing, but they may go on to glory. But Father, nevertheless, we still going to ask you until you say otherwise. So Father, we thank you today for the healing. We thank you, Lord God, for those that, that were having problem breathing, that their breath is coming back, We that is regulating today. Father, thank you for those that are under the surgeon's hands, that you are guiding the surgeon's hand and they will rise up and they'll be able to walk and they'll be able to come out of the hospitals and whatever they were in there for surgery, Lord God, that the healing process will move quickly. Father, we thank you today, not only for healing, we thank you for breaking off addictions and conditions off of lives of those that have been in bondage. Uh, that's the captivity there and they're captivated or under captivity to substances. Father, we ask you to set the captives free by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the blood, by the blood, oh, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Let it not only pour over us, let it infiltrate our hearts and minds, Lord God. We thank you today for all that you're doing for us. We just give you the praise. Father, and we ask it for strength today, Lord. Give us the strength to be the reformers that you have called for us to be. So, Father, we pray for intercessors. We pray for pastors and apostles and prophets and leaders. We pray, Lord God, that we will see the needs as you have called us to, and then we move accordingly. Help us to move according to what you say, what your plans are for your people, so that we can move, Father, and that we can see the captives set free. We can see people walk in in the fullness of life that you have for them. We can see them uh, restored. We can see them come back to wholeness. We can see, Father, because of the manifestation of what you are doing. Father, we thank you that as the reformers rise up, Lord God, and you send them forth. Father, many times we're looking for revival in places, but Father, the new thing I believe you're doing is you're sending people in, and they become the conduit for the revival to happen. So that means revivals, if it's in the people and not the location, revival can happen on screen. Revival can happen on the sidewalk. Revival can happen in the bedroom, in the boardroom. Revival can happen anywhere. So, Father, today I ask you to make us reformers, changers, uh, uh, where we're able to intercede and do what you called us to do so that when we walk in, Father, the new thing we'll see is we'll see pathways made. Why? Because you sent us in. We'll see the rivers of healing, deliverance, uh, your glory flow. Why? Because you've sent us in to these places where they were dry and they shall not be dry anymore. Why? Because you've sent us in by your grace. You've sent us in with your glory. So I thank you for making us glory carriers today so that we carry your glory. We walk in your glory and we, we manifest the glory of God in this earth. So Father, I just say thank you. I give you the praise. I give you the honor. And I just say thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we are reformers. It's time to build. God has called us to build. And he wants us first to make sure that we're mindful to look and to seek him about the conditions of the people. So I'll be live next week. So please join me. Uh, and the, the topic is, have you surveyed the need? So we're going to continue on the reformer. It's time to build. And so as I always say, we're going to pray until the mountains are moved. God bless you. God bless you and have a great rest of the day. Bye-bye to you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.